Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We're live at the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, coming up in 20 minutes, we have John Paul Morosi on the way, who was at the center of the biggest firestorm of the day. Shohei Otani traveling to Toronto, and then it was reported that he wasn't traveling to Toronto. So wait, just what is it? We got JP coming up in about 20 minutes because that was just a fun story today to follow and who's on a plane and who's not. Can you imagine what it must have been like if, if you were on that plane that supposedly took off from Anaheim to Toronto and you just get off the plane and there's all these cameramen and photographers that are taking – what happened? What's going on here? What, 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 what are we taking my picture for? Oh, you thought Otani was on the plane. Oh, yeah, no, no. Just me, Marvin Johnson. Um, I'm, a, I'm an accountant. I live in Orange County. You want my picture? My family? No, we're good. Okay. Right, I was going to say, just a normal day of air travel, my man. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah, it, look, for some it wasn't I, – I don't think JP's going to tell us how much fun it was. Oof. Yeah, I'll tell you. I, you I know, mean, look, I mean, look, in the end, right now we're just trying to figure out and sort across the T's, dot the I's, and, and figure out what's real, what's imagined, because his team ain't giving us a whole lot of anything to work off of. But I'm glad for the guy from Shark Tank that he got some run. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so again, we'll have more on this story with John Paul Morosi coming up in a few minutes. But time to take a look at what is yet another big weekend in the NFL. Well, except for the Jets. For, well, I, I do want to say this first. I do want to say this first. <laughs> All day in my feed, everywhere else, you know, pictures of Zach Wilson at practice and all the Jets said, boy, 
He's never practiced like that. He made, he made throws that I can't believe he made. Like all, Tyler Conklin was saying it. Some of the Jets' offensive line were going, wow, I saw that throw. I'm like, wow, that's a great throw. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What did Tim Boyle have to say about it? He, he said, blank you, Rodgers. Rodgers! They cut me, Rodgers! you got to bring me back! Uh, I do want to say this, because I, I, I'm, I'm being serious about this. If they finally decide to let Zach Wilson <laughs> loose and say, screw it, Go ahead, throw downfield, do whatever the hell you want. And if he goes for 303 touchdowns and the Jets beat the Texans, I'm throwing my television out the window. let this happen. I'm throwing it out the window. That The Jets are done, and now they finally – what have I said for so long? Let the guy throw. You got him to be a quarter. You can't win when you keep telling him don't make mistakes. Don't make – of course the guy stinks when you keep telling him don't make mistakes. If they turn him loose and suddenly he's great, spraying the ball all over the field, rolling out left, stopping, throwing all the way back right, Garrett Wilson's wide open for – Really, I'm going to pick up my television and throw it through the window. Even if my television doesn't fit through the window, I'm going to make it fit. So I need a new TV and a new window because that, that is just, that's going to drive me absolutely crazy, Mike. And I'm like, why, why am I even watching football? Well, I don't even be happy if that happens. No, but here's the problem with it, right, is you've tried to work within structure. You've tried to work within logic. Now, it's Hackett's logic, which, as we know, seems to only really work with one quarterback. Right? It works with Aaron Rodgers. Uh huh. Somehow they communicate. It's like twin, you know, when you hear them talk to each other and there's a secret language that they have, and you're looking at them going, What the hell are you even saying? Yeah, that's what I think those two guys have. When, When Hackett tries to work that with any other quarterback and pick one throughout his career. And, and look, I, I don't think that Russell Wilson's made that much progress. Uh, you know, the inter- <laughs> touchdown to interception ratio is better and all. But I, I think if you go back and watch all those games, it's not like he's made dramatic uh, growth out of uh, and, and is fully blameless of that relationship. But with Hackett, Jed, just get out of the way. So what you're saying is abdicate anything related to structure and system and go play on instinct. Play like you're throwing beyond the Buick. The season's over. Let him do his thing, right? I mean, they should have done this already, right? They should have absolutely done this already because that's the guy they draft him to be, and you're not going to win. Again, this is a big shortcoming of Robert Sala that I talk about. The guy's a glorified defensive coordinator, and and, and offense, all it's been is be boring. Don't make mistakes. Be boring. Be boring. You can't win that way. That's not. It's not 1987. You can't win that way. No, no, no. We're still going to throw. No, no. We're still going to call plays. Now, if they turn him loose and he, uh, Mike, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to throw my phone in the ocean too. My phone is going to be gone. And any device I have where I can actually see things happen electronically, I'm going to get rid of. I'm just going to get rid and throw them away. I'm going to throw them into. I'm going to. I'm going to retire. I'm Chris Russo. I'm going to throw them away because I'm not going to be able. To, I'm not going to be able to stand. Oh, look at the. Jets, hey, and they only done this six weeks ago. Maybe they'd be in the playoff chase. I, I can't. I can't do it, Mike. I can't do it. No, you'll you'll get sucked back into it because this game it. it'll it'll be close, right? Houston, a three and a half point road favorite. Over under this one's thirty three. Thirty-three. Yeah, okay. not a lot of points. No, not, not good for anybody. Not a lot uh, of points. No, uh, Tank Dell. You know, you don't even get to watch him match up with the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get Nico bad. Collins. Good luck. <laughs> oh, I like me some Nico Collins. Now, now we'll you know a little bit of a, a different receiver uh, than Tank Dell certainly. Uh, and Dalton Schultz is still banged up. Uh, it doesn't look like he's going to go. But um, you know, it's exciting times for you as a Jets fan. Look, you had your Black Friday game, and you claim that you walked away. 
and then they sucked you back in. Well, this week, make sure you've got something on the list. Here's what I'm going to go do as soon as this turns and goes to hell. Because it's going to be early. So you got to make sure it's early enough that everything's going to be open on a Sunday. With kickoff here in Los Angeles at 10, I mean, by 11 o'clock, I guess the malls will be open. You can go power walk. What a day for Zach Wilson. 300 yards in the first half. Unbelievable. No, no, what you'll do is you'll start writing a monologue from Monday night in between our two Monday night football games that we'll be covering to talk about how great he is and how it's, you know, he's back. Oh, it's I, like Frostburg interjects with anything about the Lakers and uh, sends me that greasy dude, you know, with his chain all the time. You're going to do that. It'll be the Zach attack. Zach, 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 Zach. All we need to do is Mike, fire this back. guy. <laughs> Tomorrow night, we will find out. Will Halliburton have some sort of celebration to top off off his dame time? What does he do to the Lakers? Look at you. Look at you. You're going to be hate watching that, aren't you? Now I got other stuff to do. I'll be at doesn't sound like it. I'll be at my kids' soccer game, and then I'm planning to. You know, there's a holiday, holiday, holiday party for us to all go to. There is. Yeah. What's the party? You didn't. You didn't get an invite. No. What party? Ben's. Oh no, I didn't get an invite this no, year. No, neither did I. No, I didn't get one. Although he has invited me every year in the past, and it just happens. It's he's always always birthday weekend, and and that's the thing. I had never able to go. I didn't get no. I didn't get one this year. I guess he stopped uh, inviting us. Well, I yeah, mean, well, you got several days before Zoe's birthday, so you okay. got plenty of time to go. And you went and you went to Disney with her on Wednesday. She had her party. Oh, it's done. Look at Disney. Look at Disney. Uh, the Jason Smith <laughs> Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. The, now, obviously, if that happens, I throw my TV out the window. But before that... Bills and the Chiefs, the other game of the day. We talked to the big game, talked big game of the day with Jason Cole earlier in the show. We talked Philadelphia, Dallas. We'll have more on that coming up this hour. But I'll tell you what, in a week where the Bills have had to tamp down this controversy over the ridiculous Sean McDermott comparing, you know, trying to get his motivated team four years ago by uh, invoking the hijackers from 9 11, um, I know it's been that kind of week. But give me the Bills in this game. Uh, and I was, I was ready all in on the Bills even before Isaiah Pacheco was ruled out. It's going to be very difficult. He's been their best player offensively the mm-hmm. last few weeks. He, it's, and, and last the few fact, weeks, he's been phenomenal. And yeah. the fact that the Chiefs still struggle, I mean, forget about that, you know, for the Jets for a second, not getting a quarterback at the deadline, doing something else. The biggest thing that is going to affect, because you're talking about now teams that can win the Super Bowl, is the Chiefs not getting a wide receiver. They needed to absolutely go get somebody at the deadline because it's just not the same. Mahomes is not having the same kind of season. They got by last year, and they had the right mix. And I'm sure they figured, well, we change a couple of guys out. We have Sky Moore. Maybe Justin Ross comes back. Uh, We drafted Rashi Rice. Well, you know what? None of that really worked. I mean, it worked a little bit, but now you're talking about, hey, we got to the deadline, and we don't know that we're the same team. And there are wide receivers who are out there that they could have gone to get. And this is going to be a case of, the Chiefs are going to rue not doing that because they can be shut down now. You, you, you watch the Chiefs get shut down. Uh, they, they're not scoring as much. You either can see uh, the lack of big plays that happen. There's no big chunk yardage like you normally get with, with the Chiefs. You get a lot of drops by the Chiefs wide receivers who are not trustworthy. Even with the best running back they had in years with Pacheco, they still struggle. I mean, look at Mahomes. We're not even talking about him. Even close. MVP? No, not even close anymore for Mahomes. 
Jones. It's just not the same, and, and that's what they needed to do. This is a Bills team that is incredibly desperate because if they lose, their season's over because they'll go to 6-7, and seven and, and, and what's happening now? But this is a Josh Allen game, the Josh Allen revenge against the Chiefs game, which is always going to happen all going all the way back three years. Uh, give me the Bills in this game. The Chiefs are just not good enough, and you're seeing it now, and you're going to see it start to get uh, – exposed as the time goes on. Boy, they really are stopping Kelsey from owning the game, and the wide receivers aren't as special, and it's just been too much of a struggle for the Chiefs this season. I see one line looking at a full board. Uh, There's two places that have it as high as the Chiefs minus one and a half, and then I've got one right smack dab in the middle that makes it a pick 49 being the latest total that I've seen. Coming off a of bye week, uh, this controversy, it, it's curious, right? And McDermott talking about it, being a hit piece or whatever else. It, the timing is most certainly curious, right? We talked about that last night. It just, like, what what now? After four years, we talked about it with Jay Glazer a little bit uh, as well. So wondering how much this does percolating and, and guys being asked about it as you head towards this game, but it is an opportunity uh, for Josh Allen. We have seen the Kansas City defense be a little more susceptible uh, to the big play and and certainly the one-man gang that is Josh Allen. He he giveth, uh, but boy, he doth take it away too. Uh, An opportunity here with that pool-headed monster, Murray and Cook in the backfield, Kincaid rising up, all those great things. For the Chiefs, you got... Tyreek Hill, uh, Tyreek Hill's gone. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, you wish you had Tyreek Hill. No, no, no. So he's gone. So the idea being, sorry, re- writing the note in his place, you're trying to replace him with Rasheed Rice and a bunch of guys, right? Last year it worked. Everybody's still lead. Everybody's still finding their spot. And and Kelsey, you've had games where he's been disappeared, which has just been really interesting to watch. Still has one or two of those plays of the how the hell did he get so open? But those are fewer and, and farther between. Home game where it's a pick 'em in Kansas City? Really? Jason, what what are we doing here? Mm. Home field advantage doesn't exist uh, anymore if Arrowhead is not that place. Yeah, I, I'm on board the Bills in a big spot. But if they lose, boy, you want to talk about the uh, fire under the seat of McDermott really starting to rise up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to get McDermott. As, as square as McDermott's on the hot seat right now after this, 100%. Where he always uh, was there, already was there at a 6-6 six and six record, right? Yeah, but now it's even hotter. Now right? it's even hotter. Because you've yeah. been losing close games. And, yes, Josh Allen has made a number of mistakes. There's no, no denying that whatsoever. But we always talk about in the margins it comes down to coaching and being able to coach in, in big situations. And right now they have failed. So who's the fall guy? It sure as hell ain't Josh Allen. Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, we got John Paul Morosi stopping by. Was Otani in Toronto? Is he going? Is he still there? Was he ever there? The big story of the day. We got the latest from the guy that had it all. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. The story of the day. And finally, we had a fun day trying to track what was going on with Shohei Otani. Now, it was early in the day. John Paul Morosi, MLB Network Insider, tweeted out Otani was going to be on his way to Toronto. Uh, he did not sign a contract, but he was going to be in Toronto today. And we were f- trying to follow his planes on, on social media. It was fun. And then we had Bob Nightingale and John Heyman say, oh, don't think Otani's in Toronto. He's actually in Southern California. So Dodger fans exhaled. Toronto fans said, wait a minute. So what just happened? Joining us now on the hotline, longtime friend of the show, MLB Network insider extraordinaire and Lions picker extraordinaire, John Paul Morosi. JP, what's happening, buddy? What went on today? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great, gentlemen. Thank you, as always, for having me on the show. Uh, Friday night is, is always a great night to be talking sports. And, yes, it's been a little bit of a busy day today, my friends, as you might well imagine. And so I'm, I'm glad I can end this uh, frenetic day with the, with the conversation with the two of you. All right. So uh, take us through today. What happened? You had the story that he was going to be in Otani was going to be in Toronto. And then it was, it was, it was said later on by a couple of other insiders. He's not there. Take us through it. What happened? Sure. So uh, the first and foremost thing I'll say, and I've acknowledged as much on Twitter, I made a mistake. Uh, I, I reported based on some information I had received from multiple people that that he was going to be in Toronto today. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, I did not report that he was signing there, just that he was going to be there, uh, and and that was inaccurate. Uh, he, he did not travel there. Uh, as Bob Nightingale reported, he ended up staying in California. And, uh, and so we wait some more. Uh, I, again, the, the, the Blue Jays are certainly part of this. The Dodgers are too. The Giants are too. The Angels have not been eliminated, nor have the Cubs. So that, that final group of five that we've talked about a lot is, is still part of that group. And uh, we're waiting to hear the decision. I, again, I reported today that his choice is believed to be imminent, that people connected to the process believe that he would make a choice before the end of the weekend. Uh, I still 
have no reason to doubt that information that he's that he's nearing a decision. But uh, but again, the the exact whereabouts of Otani, I was told that he was flying to Toronto, and in fact, he did not. So uh, that that's a mistake, and that is on me. He couldn't have been with the Mets, right? Could he have been with the Mets? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I could have done so, that. <laughs> so, Jason, I, I I wish for you that I could have reported that that he was that he was going to fly all the way to to Pearson and then uh, and then fly to New York uh, and, and surprise the world, but uh, but but that would have been uh, that would have been doubly untrue. So uh, I, I'm just trying the best I can to get uh, to get the train back on the tracks in terms of what I've got on Otani. I do know that Yamamoto is of high interest to uh, to the Mets, and so we'll see how the Mets pursuit there. So I, I, I would not get your hopes up on uh, on Otani and the Mets, but I do think that uh, Yamamoto and the Mets, uh, that's one of the stronger opportunities out there. It just seemed like it was going to be a nice uh, tie, a, a nice bow on everything, JP, because, what, it was six years ago today that he became a member of the Los Angeles Angels. So it just seemed like there was a nice circle and a loop to close. Exactly, exactly. That, that, was, not part of my, uh, that was not part of my thought process in, uh, in, in sure. the report that I made. It was based on the information. But I did, when I saw that, and I, I was aware of it afterward, that it was the same day, so that there could have been a parallel there. But uh, as it is, we're going to have to, wait a little bit longer and we'll we'll see where he goes i think the deeper i go into this and and the more people i talk with there are a lot of different theories about where he is going to go and, and again i i do think toronto's part of the final mix uh but it just appears like it's not decision time quite yet and and we know this that when he first came over six years ago he kept everybody guessing until the very last day i think he likes that uh, quality of mystery about what he's doing and certainly my friends today would, would be described as a mysterious day for me uh, it was uh, it was a little bit <laughs> mysterious a, a, a year ago uh, certainly it was a, a different experience for me at the winter meetings where uh, there was greater certainty on on the big stories but uh, much uh, i think much like a lot of things in life uh, you learn something new every day, and I think I learned a lot on this December the 8th. Well, if you really wanted to just get at, you know, the people that gave you some bad info, uh, here's an opportunity across 400-plus affiliates with the big <laughs> podcast network and, of course, the iHeartRadio app. So you can have your airing of the grievances. No, 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 no. This, one, uh, this, this is on me, my friends. I, I've learned, I've learned uh, uh, for, a, for a long time that when you have the, the, the pleasure of being – uh, whether it's in, in social media or, or on television or on the radio, when you've got the, the pleasure of a platform and, and you're, you're lucky enough to have it, you've got to be a good steward of it and you've got to, you've got to handle it the right way. And, and I screwed up today. So, so that, that's, that is, there's no, uh, no mistaking that. That's on me. I'm the one who's got the microphone, so to speak, and, and the, the mistake and the error is mine. So, uh, you know, we, we've all been friends for a long time, and uh, you know we've had a lot of had a lot of laughs uh, on, on the air in our conversations. I, I suspect that one day soon I'll, I'll laugh about this day. Maybe not, maybe not quite right now. I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, guys. I am because I, I do realize there are certainly more more serious uh, things in the world than if Shohei Otani took a particular flight today. I, sure. I'd like to think we have a little more perspective um, on, on the, the greater things that are going on. But for me and for my purview, uh, that, that, was, that was a pretty big miss today based on, uh, based on my reporting. And, and that mistake is mine and mine alone. It was funny. I, I was explaining to my kids today. I said, kids, you know, Dad, Dad screwed up at work today. I, I made a mistake. 
and uh, my my uh, eight year old said, "Dad, I think that's probably going to be on YouTube forever." I said, "I think you're right. I think you're right." So, uh, from, from the mouths of babes, my friends, they're, they're they're usually right to the core, and and she was on that one too. He can never go to Toronto again. You wait till uh, a few years from now. Hey, you want to see my dad on YouTube? Wow, it's got like twenty million views. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how check bad it out. He screwed up, it's, and yeah, it's it's tough. I I. There's certainly going to have to be some some ownership of the mistake, and and I I will take whatever whatever teasing critiquing uh, shall come my way because it's all believe me you uh, it's uh, as as the great Todd Jones, a longtime Tigers closer, once told me, John, this is a boo cheer business, and what we do in our jobs is also a boo cheer business. Maybe not quite to the extent that it is when you're a major league closer. But it is a little bit when uh, when you're us, uh, at least me, on a day like this. So uh, take ownership of that one and, and uh, made the mistake. Well, I got to say this, JP, and you know you want to talk the silver lining in the day is that this was finally a fun day. It was yeah. a fun day with Otai because you know I'm on the end. I'm trying to find a plane. Is this the plane that he's in that he's gonna that's gonna land in Toronto? This was a fun day. Like finally we were able to immerse ourselves in Otani, and maybe he's gonna go to Toronto, and maybe he's not, and maybe he's in there, and maybe he's not, and maybe he's in L.A. And it was at least something that finally we could all we we could all get around and say this is kind of fun tracking this and and seeing yeah. who's right and where this is. This was finally a fun day. So I want to give you that silver lining for this. Story I appreciate it that. Really it was fun. it was it was exhilarating in in a lot of ways, and then maybe for a while, not in the way that I wanted it to be exhilarating. But uh, we'll we'll pick up the, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. There'll be more stories to talk about on the show, and and uh, I I just screwed up, and, and I think that I'd like to be able to tell you that it's my my first mistake as a as a journalist. It's not, uh, and guess what? I'll I'll make some more mistakes here as time goes on. There is that's probably the one the one thing I can report with absolute certainty is that I'm going to make more mistakes, and I, I tell that to my to my kids. I'll, I'll tell that any time I'm in a uh, a college journalism class. You know, uh, Professor Morosi here uh, has, has made mistakes and made a big one today, but uh, fortunately, uh, you got an opportunity tomorrow to, to hopefully uh, make up for it and beyond. There you go. Professor Morosi, uh, why couldn't the Dodgers get Eduardo Rodriguez to come another 372 miles? <laughs> uh, that, that is an excellent question. What I would tell you is that, that Eduardo's uh, thought process obviously changed from in-season to, to off-season. And the thing about the Diamondbacks that appealed to him, first of all, their sales pitch was excellent, did a really good job. I think of, of selling him on, on everything that it meant to be a Diamondback and what they could offer him. Also remember this, and I think it's important for him from a family standpoint, you can live at home year-round. And when you can live at home year-round in, in Arizona, you got spring training right there, that's a really appealing thing to be able to do. And so I, I think that from that perspective, it was a, a very positive thing for Eduardo. You're right, though. He said no to the deal at the trade deadline. Uh, did not work out there. Geography might have been part of it. Finances may also have been part of it back in the in the summertime, but I'll say this uh, for Eduardo and his agent, they did get more guaranteed money than what he had left uh, midway through the year. So from that standpoint, that was a a good bit of agenting by the uh, by the representative there, Gene Mato. 
Now, I like, I'll tell you, of all the things on social media today, I think my favorite was, you know, you were on uh, MLB Network earlier today talking about the other big free agents going to sign, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, and you talked about how the Mets are one of the favorites and, and they're in it at the top. And, and uh, well, somebody involved in a Mets fan uh, uh, a Twitter page wrote, oh, my God, John Morosi said the word Mets on purpose, and they put a gif of themselves fainting like, oh, it's news for the Mets. My goodness, look at this. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, the, the, the Mets are certainly in there on Yamamoto, and, and you know, there's some other possibilities for them, too, uh, to where do we see them at a bat? I think right now they're more or less focused on the pitching side of the equation because when you consider what they've lost, since last year, even if you go back to last offseason, obviously they did add Verlander, then of course traded them away. There's a lot of innings they have to replace, and they need to work on that in a big way, I think, going forward now. Uh, and so from that standpoint, Yamamoto, they believe, can help them address that. But the key question now for Yamamoto and the Mets, if he goes there, is he able to start on every fifth day? And if he can't, then you really have to go to a six-man rotation, and you're not actually uh, necessarily taking the spot of your fifth starter. You're having to address and, and build out your rotation one more spot. So the Mets, even if they get Yamamoto, Jason, that's not the last addition they'll make. They have to make some more moves there. All right, Juan Soto now a member of the Yankees. We had talked about Verdugo the other night. It's like, well, they might not be done. And then they're able to go and make this move and, and bring in Juan Soto. Um, how quickly do we get uh, the word of the $500 million extension? Well, that's a great question. And, I, and Mike, I don't think it's going to happen until after the season is over. I think it's, he's going to be on the Aaron Judge plan where, where he, he goes to free agency, I believe. At least that's how it looks right now. And, and potentially test the market. You're so close. You've got a chance to, and I'm sure Scott Boris is watching carefully the Shohei Otani sweepstakes and saying, hey, if I can, if, if Otani's here, can I maybe find a way to get Soto in the same neighborhood? So I, I'm sure Scott Boris is very eagerly looking at things and, and wondering what he'll be able to get for Soto a year from now. I think Soto's going to hit free agency. I think he'll make a, a tremendous amount of money in free agency and a big reason why is he is set up to have a monster year with Judge and, and, and Soto right side by side in this Yankee lineup. As we talked about before, the Yankees' second fewest home runs by lefty bats all season long in 2023. They need someone like Soto. They've got him. They also have Grisham to help in the outfield as well. To me, the key thing is LeMayu going to be healthy. If he is, it's a very different Yankees lineup. You look at the pitching staff as well. I think they probably have to add some, some arms in there, too. So the Yankees are not done. They also like Yamamoto, I'm sorry to say on that, uh, Jason. So we'll see how things go there. But it's, it does feel like the last couple of days have really gotten this hot stove going. Uh, with Soto going to the Yankees, that was the move they had to make to get their offense looking much more like an offense befitting the legacy of Ruth and Gehrig and all the great lefty sluggers over the years. All right, JP. Now let's just go here. Let's go here now because the Dodgers are the ones that are just kind of hovering over everything. All right, the Dodgers are in it for here. They're in it for here. They could make a big trade with the Brewers. Adamus and Burns could be headed to LA. If the Dodgers miss out on Otani, right? If the Dodgers miss out, I expect them to strike quick, to strike big, and maybe make a trade like that. That's kind of like the Scherzer Turner trade 2.0. Do you think the Dodgers go quick? Do they are they more measured? How, how do you think they react if they don't get Otani? Yeah, it's a great question. The Dodgers certainly they, they have built a lot of their 
flexibility when you look at how much or how little I should say money they've got committed for 2024 it was all to have the opportunity to be able to make a big run at Shohei this offseason that's how they've organized their payroll and their overall structure uh, was with that exact idea in mind and so as a result I I do expect them to still spend if if Shohei goes elsewhere they're not going to spend just to spend but when you look at this team They've got some needs now, and it's not just uh, a bat. And obviously, Shohei this year would be a bat only. They've got to figure out this pitching rotation. Clayton Kershaw is a free agent. He may come back at the middle of the season. They have a lot of innings they have to really capitalize and find a way to replace. Dylan Cease is someone that, that I know that they've looked at. We have to keep an eye on him. Corbin Burns is a possibility, too. The Dodgers have a ton of money to spend and some really good prospects to move to bring in the players that they want. So I, I think that as much as Otani is the focus right now on, on the on the hitting side, because that's what he is in 2024, I think the Dodgers' greatest needs are on the pitching front, and they certainly want to have an at-bat against Yamamoto uh, in terms of uh, getting him into the organization if Otani goes elsewhere. JP, lastly, the Detroit Lions are on the road at Chicago. They are three-point road favorites, 43 the total, as our uh, NFL guest picker on Friday nights. What say you? You are 5-1, and one, JP, in picking Lions. 5-1? You, know, you are 5-1, and one, JP. Nice. All right, here we go. I have got the Detroit Lions 27 <laughs> and the Chicago Bears 20. The Lions find a way to get a big road win at Soldier Field as Dan Campbell's guys continue moving to not just the playoffs, but a high seed in the playoffs as the Lions continue, as they say, forward down the field. I'll tell you, he likes picking the Lions. He likes them scoring 24 and 27 points <laughs> almost every single week. On Twitter, at John Morosi, that is at John Morosi, MLB Network Insider. JP, as always, buddy, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sorry about today. I know there's going to be bigger, better days ahead. And when the Mets right. make a big signing, I'm going to call you in the middle of the night, and we're going to drink beer together on the phone. Yes. I, I appreciate it, my friends. This is, uh, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. And uh, the, the best thing about baseball, like life, is you got a game every day. So uh, we'll, we'll suit up tomorrow. We'll do our best. And I appreciate the support and love as always, guys. Thank you so much. You got it, man. We'll talk to you, JP. Have fun. All right. You know, honestly, look, that's how you do it, right? That, that is how you do you it. Wear that's it. Like, that's like yeah. a master class in journalism right there. Hey, everybody's not always right, and it happens that way. And when you're right, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, hey, I missed it, right? It, it, it happens that way. But it's so much now that it's, oh, it's this, it's that, and people are so – that's how you do it right there. I mean, that, that, that's a man. That's a man standing up and saying, look, I got it wrong. It happened. I'm going to be wrong again, but as as long as you're right, way more than you're right, that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes in this business. You're you're predicting the future all the time, and that's a tough thing to do. But yeah. I I give JP all. I mean, coming on with us tonight and everything else and doing that that was just awesome, awesome stuff from him, man. I'll tell you, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's a, that's a man's man. Uh, the only people who really matter are Blue Jays fans who had quickly printed up T-shirts. To well, you just have to wait because if he winds going to the Blue Jays, then he's right. So it's all good. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, we get into the game of the week in the NFL that isn't going to go the way you think it's going to. That's next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Chargers Broncos, huh? I said game of the week. <laughs> game of the week, I said. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tyshirt, are you speeding this song up? I feel like you're speeding it up now the last <laughs> I might be, Jason. I'm trying to see if you're paying attention. Uh, it's a very Count Dooku Christmas. Or maybe you're just on speed, Jay. I could be. Hey, I now. It is Friday. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Wait for the Chewbacca rendition. Oh, now see, now my interest is peaked. Now you got to be coming. Uh, but we talked earlier, last hour, early this hour in the show, Buffalo and Kansas City, game one of the week in the NFL, and certainly Philadelphia and Dallas is game two. And it really surprises me how quickly the media this week seemed to write the end of the Eagles epitaph. Like, that's it. Oh, they got killed by the 49ers, and that's it. Now they're, they're, they're done. The Eagles are. I got news for you. Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys on Sunday. They're, look, they're in the middle of a murderous schedule, right? And, yes, yeah. did they get it handed to them by, by the 49ers? They did. But it's one game, and the Eagles are pretty good. They still have – look, I'll still say they have the most talented roster of anybody, including the 49ers. This roster is incredibly talented. They lost a game. The best teams in the NFL lose three or four games a year. And and it's like we decide what games we want to get in on and say, oh, how did they lose this game? That's a, no, there's no style points. This is not college football. There's no how did you lose to LSU here and how did you only beat Florida? But no, no. 
the best teams lose three and four games a year. Sometimes you lose to a team that stinks. Sometimes you lose to a team that's great. It's how it goes. They're putting. I, f- I feel like too much stock has been put in this one game about the Eagles. It's the middle. It's the it's the last two thirds of the season. We're getting there. The Eagles are going to be just fine, right? The 49ers and the Jets both did the same thing to Philadelphia. They wanted Jalen Hurts to sit back and throw the football, right? Both games, he's had two games this year. He's had over 40 throws in a game, and they were these games that they're lost, 0-2. The Niners made him throw the ball 45 times. Jets made him throw the ball 45 times. The Eagles are going to adjust here, right? You're going to see more design runs for Jalen Hurts. Getting Dallas Goddard back is going to be huge. He's been out since week nine. The Eagles are going to be just fine. They're going to thump the Cowboys this week and just watch. I mean, there'll be a lot of points in this game, but I'm, I got my money more on the Eagles standing up and saying, hey, don't count us out. And Jerry Jones coming up with an excuse on Tuesday. Well, this is why we lost so bad. I've got, I've got to tell everybody. There's a reason why. I don't know. That's how this is going to go. It'll be close for a bit, and there'll be a lot of points, but the Eagles are going to win this game. You watch how dialed in they are to get over that stink of the game last week. Yeah, I mean, it truly has been a ridiculous run of opponents since that loss to the Jets. And for your purposes, Jason, to make you feel better, including that loss to the Jets. But you play Miami, two-touchdown win. You're at Washington in what was a wild I mean, 38-31 final. I mean, that game was insane. Then you had the win over the Cowboys. Then you have the bye week. Then you're at Kansas City. Come out with a win. Another crazy game against Buffalo. 37-34 overtime win. And then guess what? After all of that, your reward is a fully healthy, reconstituted San Francisco 49er squad. Still salty and, and bitter over last year's playoffs. Everything was against you in that game, except for the fact that you were playing at home, right? And now you move forward. David Carr's a dope calling for Marcus Mariota to be under center and then tried to couch it by going, they need to let Jalen Hurts get healthy. (laughs) No, no, no. You said he was a better pocket passer. Uh, You were the one uh, that said that out loud so we could all hear it. You know, those are quiet thoughts you have in, in your head. Uh, I talked about it the other night. Should have probably gone and uh, done a segment of how to fix his brother's red zone inefficiencies. Oh, but, wow. but I'm going to look at it here. A, a game against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, now the spotlights are on uh, for a Sunday night football game. Oh, everybody's jumped off the bandwagon. I'm with you. I think it's a burial going the other way. Yeah, everybody, so easy to say. Nobody wanted to bury the 49ers, lost three in a row. Oh, my God. Yeah, just the best. Well, no, they wanted to kill off Brock Purdy. I know, the best. And now he's the MVP. He was terrible. Oh, Oh, now he's the MVP. so great. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah, give me the Eagles big. And, Mike, give us the Eagles big on Sunday night. Coming up next, we get back into the story of the day where we don't know which way is up right now. (laughs) This is Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.